All right, welcome back to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans, and this week, this month, we are talking about skepticism, Martian Westerns, and Better Call Saul, the monthly wrap from April. Uh, Another month, another host of great articles, listens, books, and other finds from Product Thinking and around the internet. So here is what you may have missed or what you may have heard on this podcast and this newsletter, uh, which, of course, if you haven't uh, subscribed, definitely go check out productthinking.cc. Subscribe to the newsletter where you can do the free version and get the updates uh, weekly. And more frequently, if you upgrade to the paid version and support the newsletter in this podcast and everything that I am doing, that would be awesome. And of course, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So let's kick it off with some of the podcasts and newsletters that we have been talking about this month. So first up, a healthy dose of skepticism. You know, if something seems too good or too bad to be true, it probably isn't true. And that is what we talked about uh, in the one of the most recent newsletters and podcasts. And I was reminded of this idea uh, when I saw a recent uh, video that went viral of a CEO on a company-wide call giving a very cringeworthy uh, discussion. And of course, I posted that and my response on TikTok, and I am very familiar with that company, a company called Clearlink. And this was very on brand for them. And of course, discussed a number of of the things in there, uh, focusing specifically on uh, one thing that they called out, which was the idea that uh, 30 employees had not cracked open their laptop for uh, nearly a month, including a manager, and being a little skeptical of that data point and going through and discussing why we need a healthy dose of skepticism, uh, because data can be misleading. And that is the subject of that newsletter and podcast, which you will definitely want to check out because it is easy to mislead with data and statistics. Uh, they are very useful but they can also be misleading. So that is first up from this uh, past month. Next up, product management and engineering. Uh, Another great post from uh, this past month, April, uh, where we really dive into how product managers and engineers can work together and what we really need to do in order to have a great relationship because that partnership between product management and engineering is so critical and so important to building great products and building building great product teams. And so we really dive into that, how we can uh, cultivate a great partnership, uh, the things that make it work, the things that uh, we need to look out for, and what we can do in order to ensure uh, that each of us understands each other and you know, some of the pitfalls that we might encounter. So definitely check that one out, Product Management and Engineering, uh, that newsletter and that podcast uh, that we discussed over the past couple of weeks. And finally, uh, from this past month, our book review, Calling Bullshit, The Art of Skepticism in a Data-Driven World. So keeping up with our theme of skepticism and how we can use data to... Uh, manipulate or to mislead and how we have to be wary of that 
Uh, because even when that's not the intent, often data can be used to uh, misrepresent or mislead, kind of like we were talking about. And that is the purpose of this book, uh, which you know we dove into. And you know the world is awash in bullshit, uh, mostly the figurative kind, which is why it is so critical that we're able to discern between fact and bullshit, uh, because the bullshit is increasingly dressed in data. And that is why this book, I, I thought was a, a really great read, gives lots of examples on you know where we're seeing more and more bullshit and where uh, that is coming up more and more frequently uh, in all of the data that we're consuming across uh, our work, across our lives, a uh, number of examples in there. So we go through that in that podcast and that newsletter, and you'll definitely want to check that one out. So those are the newsletters and podcasts from this past month uh, that you'll definitely want to check out if you haven't had a chance to already. Uh, and of course, you can do that over at productthinking.cc. You can check out each of those newsletters and wherever you're listening to this podcast, just keep scrolling down. You will see each of those podcast episodes and you can listen to those discussions, uh, really good ones. So some other interesting articles from around the interwebs uh, this month as well. Tons of interesting things happening. Um, a couple that have certainly caught my attention. So first up, diseases didn't just shape history. They control uh, the future. This one coming from Wired. And I thought uh, this was super interesting. This is something I think a, a lot about, uh, probably more than I ought to. Uh, quoting from this one, historians tend to see the natural world as a stage on which humans, sometimes great men, sometimes groups of people act. Kennedy says, we have to change the conceptualization of history. We have to see ourselves as part of an ecosystem, which I totally agree with. And the this article really dives into what that ecosystem consists of, which it talks a lot about how diseases, uh, viruses, and bacteria play into all of that. From species to nations to religions, diseases have shaped all of human history, the rise, the fall, and what has happened throughout history. And are just a huge part of that ecosystem. You know, we saw just a little taste of that with the COVID-19 pandemic, but we can just go back through history and see how that has shaped uh, each, really each generation, but just massive, massive impacts on so many things. And then, you know, how diseases and viruses have shaped even the, the DNA of humans and really just shaped the trajectory of what we've become, just a super fascinating thing to think about. And, you know, what will that look like going forward? Um, so fascinating read. You know, definitely want to check that one out. Um, another one uh, from this, from the uh, folks over at Mind the Product, a deep dive, why is outcome led so tricky? I think a lot of us probably think about this. I think about it all the time. And I have helped make these types of transformations several times at organizations, and they are incredibly difficult to make the shift from, uh, you know, more of a, a feature-led mentality to an outcome-led mentality. The inertia of building features rather than driving outcomes is so difficult to overcome. I'm quoting from this one, 
To transform to an outcome-led approach, an organization must change its basic management paradigm. This means reconfiguring team governance, governance and company culture so that product engineering teams are empowered and supported. Um, couldn't agree more. It is, it is simple in theory, incredibly, incredibly difficult in practice. And you know that article kind of dives into it, so definitely check out that link. And finally, why used books make the best travel souvenirs. Just an interesting article. And I discovered this idea on a trip in Italy last year. We kept walking past a used bookstore and something really just kept calling to me. So I had to go in and peruse the piles of books and eventually picked up a couple of old copies of books um, by Petrarch in Italian. And they're just, they're real gems. And I brought them home, have them on my bookshelf. And I think they're they're great, especially as I continue to uh, work on Italian. So I think that it's a great idea um, for souvenirs uh, wherever you are traveling. And used bookshops are just incredible places to visit as well. So check out that article. Um, some good listens as well from this past month. Um, had a couple of really, really great interviews uh, that I did on my other podcast, uh, product by design. So first up, driving change insights from Agilence's Russ Hawkins. Uh, so I interviewed Russ Hawkins, the president and CEO, and I, I did this on the podcast as well. I called it Agilence. It's Agilence, uh, combining agile and intelligence. As he will correct me on that podcast if you listen to it. So a leading data and technology company. Uh, and you know, we had a great discussion. And Russ has spent over 35 years in the technology industry. And he has done, he's driven change, you know, from the inside. And we talk about that, um, you know, driving change. And he shared a lot of his experience uh, doing that. So it was a really great discussion. You'll definitely want to go check that one out. Uh, driving change on that podcast. And of course, I put the link in the newsletter. And then another one that I also did, uh, with Justin Zalewski, uh, we talked about service design, UX and change management. Uh, and service design is a really, really interesting topic. I think for any of us in product development, in UX design, this idea of product design and service design really go hand in hand. And you know, what are the most important questions a business needs to ask itself? And what are the biggest barriers to change? And we talk about some of those in that episode and how service design can be a force for change within an organization and how it, it serves as a connector between UX design, UI design, product engineering, customer experience, all of these things. Um, so really interesting topic and discussion. You'll definitely want to go check that one out as well. So uh, some other books that I am reading outside of you know some of the uh, business and product management uh, just finished The Strange uh, which was a really interesting one uh, uh, this month. If you have read The Martian Chronicles, uh, which I read a few months ago, or True Grit, uh, which I'm actually reading now, and you, you, a lot of you may have uh, seen uh, either of the films, the book The Strange by Nathan Ballingrad uh, felt very much like The Martian Chronicles meets True Grit which as I was reading it, that's exactly what came to my mind. It was like, this is, you know, the Martian Chronicles and, and True Grit uh, crossover, um, which as I was 
grabbing a photo to put into the newsletter, I went to Amazon to do that. And that's exactly how Amazon describes it was the Martian Chronicles meets True Grit. So I am not alone in thinking that. But if either of those books speak to you, uh, it's basically an old Western set on Mars. Um, And super, super interesting. And you may want to check that one out. It was a good one. And finally, some interesting finds from this month. Uh, Just call out Better Call Saul. Uh, Many of you may have been watching this for several years now. Uh, I just actually started um, maybe two months ago because I never thought Saul was the most interesting character from Breaking Bad. So I originally didn't have any interest in watching Better Call Saul. But then I saw a few clips of the show and it just looked absolutely incredible. And I've been watching it, like I said, for the past few months and just started with season six. I just dropped recently and I just started uh, on on it uh, this past week. And it is incredible storytelling. And it, it doesn't even matter if you like Breaking Bad. Uh, better Call Saul is probably actually even better. Um, and it is, it, it's just a great show. Uh, great acting, great storytelling, um, great origins of all of the characters. Um, and it is, uh, yeah, I just can't recommend that one enough. So that is the monthly wrap from April, you know, on skepticism, Martian Westerns, Better Call Saul, and everything else from this past month. So of course, uh, if you haven't, again, subscribe, definitely go check out the newsletter at productthinking.cc. Follow us for your podcast. Check us out on social media. Uh, You can follow me at Kyle Larry Evans uh, on Twitter and TikTok. And of course, you can follow uh, the podcast at Product Thinking on Twitter and TikTok. That's just one T in the middle for both of those. And of course, uh, until next time, keep questioning all those assumptions. <laughs>